Hello and welcome to Cheap Wave number two on the Game Wave podcast. My name is Joe Allen. And I'm James, aka Cheap Shop. Yep, we're back for number two in the Cheap Wave series. Number one went down pretty well, didn't it? We got some nice feedback from the internet. Yes, we got some great feedback. We're going to be bringing that to you later. Uh, we're going to reply to some of the comments that we had. So, yep, stay tuned for that. Yep. That first track you heard on today's show was by Ari from Anamanaguchi. It was called Level 1 Beach. And it comes from uh, an internet game called Loves a Beach. It comes from the soundtrack to that game. And we'll be talking a bit about that and how we came across it later on in the show, I guess, won't we? Certainly, sir, certainly. Well, I, I didn't come across it. It's your thing, so yeah. I can't say much about it. You can explain to me what it is, then. All right, we'll do that, then. <laughs> nice. How are you, James? James is hot as... Yeah. I suppose no we can swearing. swear. <laughs> well, you can, but I'll bleep it out later. <laughs> okay. I'm hot as a... F- so hot... <laughs> In Japan right now, like you come out of the bath sweating your balls off in the bath, just like a cold shower even. Yeah. Oh man, Japanese summers like my mum describes it like living in a swamp for like a, a few months. I prefer to refer it as like living inside a sweaty man's ball sack or something. <laughs> it's just, it's just hot, man. It's just hot. Well, I can definitely empathise with you. Like I remember when I lived over there, like people would bring spare changes of clothes to like class and things like that. Because it is that humid. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, over here, it's kind it must of... must be the same in the UK, though, eh? You have, well, you have you'd... crazy summers in the UK. <laughs> you'd think. But no, it's just typical no-weather day in England, even though it is the o- height of summer. Overcast. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty cold, actually. Yeah, I, I've got to wear a sweater today, so... <laughs> completely different so there you go we're bringing you cheap yeah. uh cheap wave from the two continents that are completely different <laughs> how british can you get though starting a podcast talking about the weather <laughs> what else is there to talk about in the well UK? exactly <laughs> cool all right uh well yeah this episode is gonna be pretty sweet we've got some nice tunes lined up for you um and we've As also always. we've also got a, an interview with I guess we can reveal it now, can't we? Do you we wanna... can reveal now, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Dan Andard, mate, we've got uh, one of the hardest working men in chiptune coming up later, old Citrix. Uh, he's also got an exclusive track for us, so stick around for that. Yeah, James did great in, uh, a great job getting that interview, so you can look forward to that later on in the show, along with an exclusive track. So uh, next up, we've got um, one from a not, not a typical chip tuner, I guess you could say. Hey, Joe. This track comes but, um, from a, a UK kind of electronic music producer called Yeah, jo- UK Joker. grime scene, dubstep scene. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely my UK bass music scene, uh, Joker. Yeah, been around for a while. Uh, occasionally drops these crazy free EPs, I believe they are. Yep, they're all free to download via SoundCloud. And I would definitely recommend uh, downloading them. Because it's, yeah, honestly, it's some of the, the best chip tune that I've heard. He's done volume one and volume two of these Sega, mm-hmm. you know, they just sound like Sonic Mega, Mega Drive basically. FM funk, basically, isn't it? Yeah, but you, you do have that grime influence and that kind of bass music influence, obviously, from indeed, his other indeed. work. But, um, yeah, I think we've talked about it enough. Let's just play one of these tracks. It's called The Boss, and this is by Joker. <laughs> yeah! 
Okay, you just heard The Boss by Joker. If you want to download his two Sega releases, then head on over to his SoundCloud page. It's soundcloud.com forward slash Joker Capsize. That's J-O-K-E-R-K-A-P-S-I-Z-E. And yeah, both of those EPs are available for free download. Mm. I mean, my my first uh, console was the Sega Mega Drive. So just listening yep. to that stuff, it's like, Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah, and he's he's like named all the tracks kind of in a Sonic the Hedgehog style, hasn't he? Like a Metal <laughs> yeah. Scrap Zone and Green Brook Green Zone. Green Brook Zone, aye. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool stuff, good to see. Uh, so, Mailbag. Mailbag time. You know, we, we did the first, uh, the, the first show last month yep. for, for this Cheap Wave um, series, I guess. Era. And we obviously asked for some feedback and we got it. So first yes. of all, thanks a lot for everyone that listened and gave us comments on uh, social media. We're going to read out a few of those now. Uh, so Joe, you're going to start with the iTunes review, right? Yep. We got a five-star iTunes review on the UK yes. iTunes store, which is, this is the only reason we're doing the podcast, guys, to get these five stars. So please help us it's out. It's all about the stars. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like a video game to us. We just need those stars. And we got one from um, this guy's username is Great Atticus. And the title is Great for the Chiptune Newbies. So he said, As someone who isn't deep in the chiptune scene, I find this podcast to be a great introduction to the genre. It can be really difficult to find new chiptune artists, so Game Wave is a great way to discover new songs and artists in the world of chiptune! Exclamation mark. These guys know their stuff. And we do. We'd like so. to think so, AJ. Yeah, yeah, we'd like <laughs> to think so. Nah, that, that's a really cool review. Um, I'm glad we are providing an introduction to those who, you know, aren't necessarily balls deep into the chiptune scene. That's exactly what balls we try deep. to do, really. Yep. That's it, yeah. Balls that's deep. the second time we've mentioned balls on the show already. <laughs> Sweaty balls. Let's try and get it into every segment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on Facebook, we had um, a, a great response to our ma. I said ma then. <laughs> Say it, man. Get the Japanese yeah. in there. We had a great, we had a great response on Facebook to posting the. I think we we uh, had a lot of new uh, ines or likes to the Facebook page. <laughs> That's all good. Yep. Um, so yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, and then on. Twitter? Yep. Yep. Um, we got some, some nice tweets off people. Um, I got one off DBOIDK. He said, really surprised I hadn't discovered the GameWave podcast until now. Better late than never, I guess. Thank you, Joe GameWave. Well, thank you for your tweet. We appreciate that. And we also got a tweet off Hotdog. And he said, love the comeback episode. When is number two out? Well, we're recording it right now. So hopefully that answers your question. Yep. Uh, finally, on Reddit, I posted uh, the the show, a link to the show on our chiptunes. Some good comments there about future episodes. For example, could you do a segment on a particular chip system or tracker? Maybe, maybe feature some prominent composers on that platform and go into a bit of its history. Uh, of course, we can do that. I don't. I don't know if you've done that already, though, Joe. Hey. Um. Not specifically. I. I don't think I've. I've really done that. Um, specifically, like picked out a a system or a, a piece of software and really 
delved into it but it's a good idea actually yeah indeed yeah yeah we can definitely do that for sure try and get some more of the obscure machines out uh, like the msx or something with you know his me from japan that'd be a nice introduction for people well yeah exactly. uh, also we yeah get... the msx you've also got poke as well haven't you from uh, from the netherlands so that, that might be an interesting one to to do yeah we could get artists on who you know know about it and want to talk about it indeed yeah it's a good idea uh, another comment we had here on Facebook was very similar to what we had uh, on iTunes there. I uh, love the podcast, by the way, guys. Uh, if you could make a request for something, maybe a topic for people new to chiptunes. Uh, although I'm here in the community, Anamanaguchi is really the only band I've ever followed, and I'd like to follow more. So, yeah, when we can just by listening to this podcast, yeah. you're, you're going to get some new um, people to follow or stuff to check out. So, yeah, definitely. I just just keep listening is my advice. <laughs> yeah, that's that is kind of the whole point of the show um, to introduce I... all these artists that people might not necessarily know about. Uh, hopefully, we're succeeding. And if you guys want to get in touch with us, then there are a number of ways to do so. Well, first of all, if you want to leave us an iTunes review, as we've said already on the show, we'd really appreciate that. It really helps out the show, helps spread the chip tune love to new listeners. Um, and them stars, them stars, Joe. We want those stars. Exactly. Make sure it's that's five right. stars. If it's not going to be five, then just don't bother. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, head to our our page on the iTunes Store. Search for Game Wave Podcast, the Chiptune Podcast. Give us a five star review. Write us a nice little comment, and we'll read it out on the show. Um, we've got loads and loads from when I used to do it back in the day. There's a few from back in 2006, but. Only one from 2015 so far. On the UK store, anyway. So we'd like to get those numbers up. Uh, Yeah, next is, uh, of course, Facebook. We are facebook.com forward slash Podcast. Give us a like, uh, send us a comment, a message. Yeah, let us know what's up. Yep. We're also on Twitter. You can find me. I'm at Joe Gamewave. And you are at CheapShot, aren't you? That's right, yeah, at CheapShot. Yeah, and finally, I'll post things on uh, Reddit. Uh, uh, for those people that are looking for new chiptune music and stuff like that, I recommend Reddit. Uh, the R Chiptunes page is a good place to check out new releases and stuff. Yeah, I must admit I'm not on Reddit that much, but I will uh, endeavour to have a look on there more often. Yeah, I'm also cheap shot on Reddit. If you send me a message, I'll, I'll reply. What does that little logo mean next to your name on Reddit? Oh, that's just a bit... It's called Flare. It's um, each subreddit. You can choose, like, the flair of your username. And our Chiptunes has a bunch of icons that you can choose after your name. My icon is actually Deris Carlin, the guy from Australia. It's ah, his yeah. kind of old logo. I thought I recognised it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, speaking of artists that people might not know about, they're going to play a track next up here by Laugh the Fox, I believe is the pronunciation. Uh, this guy is from Sweden, I believe, and he's just released an, an EP or an album. And we're going to play a track off that, which features Rimdcraft, the crazy giraffe astronaut. Uh, very su- super bouncy track. Uh, so, yeah, check that out right now.
Okay, guys, welcome back. I uh, hope your ears are still intact. Uh, that was, we first had Laugh the Fox, and then we followed up with Chalices of the Past. It's not the cast that's clipping, it's the music itself. Uh, as you can tell, uh, Chalices of the Past has got all, all kinds of wonky tropical sounds there. Uh, it's lovely. It's a real, real uh, treat for the ear, in my opinion. Uh, I've been a fan of old Chalices of the Past since about, when was his last, his first release was here, it was 2010. It was called Too Rude. Um, he made that on the Little Piggy Tracker, I believe, and I'm not sure if this new, the latest uh, EP is is also using Little Piggy Tracker. It does kind of sound like it, though, some of the uh, repeats and loops and things like that. But yeah, definitely uh, one of the more out there chiptune artists, for sure. Yeah, that was nice. I enjoyed that. It's the first time for me to listen to that guy. But it's uh, 
definitely summer 2k15 vibes on that track <laughs> indeed even though it's overcast right <laughs> yeah that's about as close as i'll get to summer <laughs> okay so yeah we just wanted to have a quick talk and a mention a, a few articles that have been floating around on the old chiptune facebook groups and things like that lately it's it seems like the uh I don't know, could you call Vice mainstream media? You know, sites like Vice and mm. there's there's one, there's an article here on vh1.com. They seem to lately have been picking up on chiptune a lot more and writing about it, don't yeah. they? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Joey. It kind of uh, it goes in waves, I've, in, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, talking about waves on the cheap wave podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Nice. But yeah, like... I mean, when I started getting into chiptune about what 2010 time, it was you know, there was obviously this talk of oh, will chiptune go mainstream? And yeah. it, it seems to be like oh, there's a, there's a big focus on chiptune right now, and then it dies back down again, and it comes back up again. It, it certainly is like a wave, and we're definitely at the crest of one of those waves, in my opinion, right now. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right, and it is in the grand scheme of things quite a small wave. <laughs> it's just a couple of articles here and there that we can get excited about. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if we have seen this level of, um, as you said, mainstream media interest before, but mm. for sure we're getting like, you know, Chipzell and uh, Anna Managuchi are, are doing some stuff. Um, yeah, IAD or I I A Y D, as other people like to pronounce it and stuff. I Am Your Destruction. He had a release, was it earlier this year or maybe late last year? Either way, he, he, he threw out yeah. a couple of good tracks on SoundCloud this year. And he's just been picked up by Vice, is it? Um, it's Thump, which is like the dance music uh, section of Vice, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he was talking about the pigeonholing of chiptune and how uh, he's, he's going, he's trying to get out of that in, in a way by expanding, sorry, not expanding, expanding <laughs> his, you know, his music yeah. from not just LSDJ, but other kind of instruments and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, it's it's an alright article, but I think for someone who is actually into chiptune, these things are cool to see, but they're they're not going to teach you anything new because they are written for the layperson. That's what I find anyway. Ah, uh, but well, yeah, the, what, what, there was that incident with uh, Chip Zell. I mean, she's a friend of mine personally on Facebook. Did yeah. you see that she was and it's in her interview? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they have that. this. Um, it was also with Toriena as well. Um, she was interviewed by a, a kind of Japanese learning website called Tofugu. You might right. have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they called her DJ Toriena as well. And how <laughs> do you become a DJ in, in Japan? Like, well, not really a DJ, but... Yeah, I don't know if you saw Sky. Sky News did a piece on Chiptune, I think a couple mm -hmm. of months ago, back in May, yeah. And it was called The DJ's Filling Dance Floors Using Tetris. <laughs> and... Oh, wow. How, how, how much more, you know, Mario at a rave can you get? <laughs> well, yeah. And they had Gwem on. And, you know, this very nice looking lady was interviewing Gwem. I think it was in some kind of retro game shop. And out of all the, the great music that he's made, I think he just ended up playing uh, a Tetris cover <laughs> through his Atari <laughs> or whatever it was. But that made me laugh. But um, oh, well, yeah. at least it's getting coverage, though. Hey, yeah, and I guess, yeah, it 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 will just keep building. Hopefully, maybe if this wave keeps going, 
Yeah, the wave will drop again. It will crash down. Do you reckon? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the first track we played on today's show, which we uh, talked a bit about earlier, by Ari from Anima Noguchi, which is part of a soundtrack for an online game called Loves a Beach. And I came across this track because Joey from TTB, um, mm. it seems he's writing for VH1 now. And oh, sweet. Yeah, so he, he did an interview with Ari. It's called Ari Warner of Anime Noguchi Premier's new music for dating naked video game. Yeah, like I say, he's written a soundtrack for some game that's got something to do with VH1. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, check it out. Joey wrote that. Joey from TTB. All right, next up we've got uh, one from uh, my label, Cheap Beats, here. Uh, it's Vince Kaichan, and his latest release with us is uh, an LSDJ uh, showcase. He is also including all of the save data for the tracks in the release as a bonus item. So next is Vince Kaichan. And coming up after that, we have the interview with Citrix.
Okay, so what you heard there was Vince Kai-chan with uh, Illjoy, one word Illjoy, off his latest release, Power Tricks. Uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful EP there. Uh, love it. Yeah, didn't he release another EP fairly recently, like not too long ago, he, on Cheap Beats? He did, yeah. 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 Prolific from Vince Kai-chan there. Coming up now, we do have the interview with Citrix. We teased it a bit, didn't we? Or you did, on the Facebook page. We did, we did. Down yeah. under. Down under. Who else could it be, I guess? I bet everyone knew. Well, yeah, the big guy, Citrix. This guy, I must admit, I haven't checked out enough of his stuff. I'm familiar with some of his work, but it's it's just kind of embarrassing, the level at which he operates and the quality of his tracks, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's It seems definitely, to be definitely. on a different level. <laughs> well, you find out all about... Um... The background to Citrix, uh, how he started and what he does and why he does it, all in this interview. It's it's real, um, what's the word? Substantial interview. I'm quite <laughs> impressed with, with what he had to tell us. Well, you did a good job getting it. I try my best. Yeah. He's a friend of mine, so it wasn't too difficult. But Gambadimashtane. Gambadayo. All right, so here we go. And coming up straight after this interview, we've got an exclusive SNES track from Citrix himself. So, this week we have an exclusive interview with Citrix, uh, a good friend of mine. I've met him in multiple countries around the world. Um, so, yeah, Citrix, how's it going, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself, Yogi? Very good, man, very good. Just uh, relaxing on this warm Friday evening in Japan. And I, you're rubbing it in. We just talked about how cool <laughs> it was. I'm sitting here, I've got my cup of tea, I've got my, my chocolate, and I'm just sitting back, yeah, He's coming, uh, recovering from the recovering flu. Recovering from a cold, yeah. <laughs> Nasty, you nasty. know, we do actually get colds in Australia. People don't believe it. You know, they they only see the sun side. But we, you know, we get we get ten degrees Celsius. <clears throat> yeah, you've either got colds or you've been bitten by some godly animal, right? So, yeah, preferably yeah. both at once. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, especially when you're running. You know, it One, keeps you one's warm. a cure for the other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right so Excellent. So, mate, um, just tell us a bit about yourself, because I mean, you're um, you, you're probably one of the best best known in the scene. But uh, just in case, um, there's some person that's been living under a rock for a while. Um, oh, I'm also pretty crap at releasing stuff. So yeah, <laughs> there's, not, there's a lot of live stuff out there, but not much uh, pre-recorded. Yeah. Um, oh, gee, I've been writing music for a long time, actually. Um, since the 80s, since the C64 came out, I was a kid using the music con- uh, composer program as a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, so three-year-old, I was actually, wow. yeah, yeah, right into it. I've got a, a Fisher-Price recording somewhere. I can't find the tape. It's this little yellow tape uh, that I recorded off the computer monitor when I was uh, three uh, shortly before, it should be I, in a museum. Yeah, I got my tape recorder confiscated from me when I was three because it was the only toy I ever played with, and it was I was just oh, obsessed snap. with it. So, yeah, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I was right into audio. Like music was my first word as a kid, and I just was obsessed with computers, you know, ever since. Brilliant. And um, so into 80s, into 90s, C64 stuff generally? Um, look, <clears throat> I suppose uh, I grew up on the, the computer game soundtracks and the, the crack tros and intros you'd have on the starter game. So that was sort of my, my influence when I, when I started out. Um, and then, 
Yeah, I mean, from there, musically, I guess I've um, I grew up playing in metal bands and jazz and funk and fusion bands, playing drums, guitar, and keyboards, um, depending okay. on the you know what I was doing. And then um, I got out of high school and um, you know I went to uni, and suddenly you know everyone's into electronic music, and there was all these internationals and, and Germans and people from Singapore and stuff, and they're all DJs, and and I became the radio station uh, tech at our uni, ah, um, nice. and because I was the tech guy, he was looking after the decks and the stuff, you know. As an 18 year old um i've just met all these djs and they just threw electronic music at me and so there i went through the electronic path and um and i bought so many drum machines and uh, a couple of synths and a groove box 505 um sequence of doing live techno and um i guess it just all got too complicated and you're going to a show where you know you'd take a you know a couple of synths a drum machine a s2000 rack sampler like the the brain you know the the mc505 and all the midi cables and it would take you 45 minutes to set up and you just didn't get the time or respect a dj was an easy option from promoters and so one day i just went like i had a problem with my 505 i thought this i'm just going to take a commodore amiga i'm going to fire up my old mods from when i was a kid there's about when i was 12 uh, i missed that part when i was about 12 i got into tracking on the amiga and and doing electronic stuff and collecting mods off bbs's and things so i just thought i'll play a a set of mods and i'll rework some of them and, and fix them up and i'll just do an amiga set for lols Mm. and that went down so well people like dude you should just keep doing that and that was really i guess it wasn't so much chip music but that was my my step back into tracking and performing with tracking and very shortly afterwards i came across lsdj and sid tracker for c64 the um goat tracker uh for the Mm -hmm. sid i was using too so that's sort of how it all came about it was right so it was kind of um a a step back from having so much equipment just going to one thing yeah um as a primary driving force um i heard as a rumor that you kind of cocksure of yourself in a way, I guess, being like, um, okay, so there's all these guys using these, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of synths and stuff. Yep. Here I am. I'm going to use an Amiga and I'm going to do better than those guys. Like, was that a kind of yeah? Um, well, a that, thing that... I, I guess it was a little bit um, in the fact that everyone. That was the point that everyone was starting to go to laptops, and pretty much everybody had moved to laptops. That's why there was no room to set up anymore because a producer, a pr- promoter for a show would just go, oh, you're bringing what? Can't you just bring a laptop with Ableton or you know? whatever program on it and so yeah and so when, i was like yeah so that was where that came about i was like well i want to so do it's kind better. of a challenge to yourself in a way like like ableton and all that i'm just going to go straight for like something really old school and, and challenge myself yeah and, and and rock the party and that's all that matters people don't really it doesn't really matter what the instrumentation is as long as it's got big banging sounds and it and it crunches yep, out yep. you know those pure Excellent. waveforms really come through and punch you in the gut on big sound systems so you know it, it just Absolutely. held up and when you've got a game boy and you're jumping around people's like what are you doing with that <laughs> and the, the producers especially the crowd don't so much give a f- but the producers are looking at you like I've yeah, got to yeah, find yeah. out what this is. What's he doing? Where's the laptop? Is this guy for real? Yeah, He's yeah. Just and then you explain game. it to them and you show it to them on the screen and they believe it even less always because it's like, how, how did you write a track with that? Mm-hmm. So it's real fun, you know, and yeah, um, yeah. and I guess that that's then sharing with people and, and getting, I've got a few people into it over the years and it's and done a few well, tutorials. A few, I think, so. Probably you've been a little bit modest there. I reckon there's more than a few people that have been uh, uh, influenced by your, your performances that they've seen on YouTube and, or live shows and stuff. So, yeah, for sure. Definitely a pioneer in the scene. Oh, thanks, Yogi. Absolutely. No, man, definitely, definitely. Um, so, yeah, um, from gear then, you've, you've worked from things like um, the Game Boy, you've mentioned the uh, the, the uh, 64, Commodore 64, mm-hmm. the Amigas. Yep. Um, cur- currently, you're working on some new stuff. We've seen uh, some SNES or Super Nintendo. Yep. And also Mega Drive, I've seen as well, yep. right? And uh, v- um, yeah, 
And the, the the other secret ones is the Atari Lynx and the the vest. The yeah, I've got the Lynx going. Uh, the uh, Vectrex, the Game Gear, been doing some stuff on. But yeah, that the um the Sega and SNES, I guess, is is something that's been. Uh, was the plan for bringing to Japan and to the UK? Well, yeah, that's another thing. So from from what you're currently working on, we've heard is, you know the SNES there and the Mega Drive. Um, so you've got a, a ton of shows coming up this year as well, right? I do. Um, like pretty much guess, the whole of September is touring the world, no? Yeah, half of August and all of September. So uh, I guess I wanted to, uh, well, because I mean, touring is, is just a wonderful thing and I'm very lucky I get the opportunity to uh, to play at these, these festivals. So I always try to do something that's fun and a little outrageous. Um, and oh, like I guess, the guitar We didn't even mention yeah, well, the guitar yet. <laughs> that's exactly why I did it. You know, it was all, all the fun of it and, and a bit of theatrics and a bit of... You know, it, it's fun for the crowd, but it's also fun for the um, the producers and the technical people. They're trying to find that thing between writing something for the the technical people, the musicians, and then just people who want to rock out and have a good time. You just want to please of, everybody, I, then, Citrix. I try to tick those three things. Well, they're just three categories. I think it's it's a good thing to try to give to a crowd. So for a bit of fun, I came up with the concept of well, the Super Nintendo versus like uh, Genesis or Sega Mega Drive was always a thing in the day. It was a, which one have you got? Because they were totally different machines. They had like Sonic versus Mario versus Mortal Kombat versus, you know, Mario Kart. Like, there were, there were different cultures, a whole different thing. One was black, one was white. One had, like, you know, a digital eight-channel audio, but, you know, fuck all capability memory-wise. The other one had, you know, um, this six-channel FM operator, but it, its digital stuff was sort of really limited and, and, and didn't have DMA and stuff So for audio. So, um, yeah, there are these two units that are just totally... Uh, contrasted and were at war with each other. It was almost like Amiga and Atari, except um, not as many punches, you know, more just dirty looks. Right, right. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I guess I just wanted to take that to a show and, uh, like, you know, and, and try to have some stuff that paralleled the two, but writing music that was dedicated for those each platform. So you can get a bit more of a comparison to, you know, the, the sound. So basically your shows are going to be, uh, SNES versus Mega Drive or SNES versus Genesis based on where you're from. Yeah, the great the great war, which side do you pick? And I want to actually, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it yet, but have like connected to my crossfader like a light-up sign that says SNES and a light-up sign that says uh, Mega Drive. Okay, that's badass. <laughs> like, uh, so that people know which one's playing sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and they can sort of cheer or they'll both light up. But it's a bit of um, a bit of a mission trying to remember to turn the lights on and off at the same time Hell as yeah, play, yeah. you know. Well, we've mentioned yeah. the shows here. I mean, there's probably some secret shows um, that or, that haven't been publicly announced yet. So we better be, yeah. we better be, uh, you know, above board on that. So you've already been announced for Superbyte, I believe, right, in the UK. That is correct. Um, and, of course, Square Sounds in Japan here. Um, you you said you got correct. some American dates as well. Are they public or? No, no, I didn't say America. I've oh, got uh, Eindbass, so which is um, see that. In I don't think that one's public yet. Yes, it is. Is it? I think so. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he announced it recently. Yeah, yeah, just on the the actual Facebook. Yeah, he, oh, okay, he mentioned okay. that uh, recently. I checked, so I checked it there last is somebody week and he just had IAD on there, and it was like more to come soon. So I was a bit unsure about that one. No, no, that one's been uh, that's now been all announced. Right, so right, that's bad. super exciting, and there is um, a, a, a bit more of that lineup to be announced, which mm-hmm. uh, yes uh, is is going to be pretty exciting. Excellent. excellent. Um, but the other show is a Berlin show that I've just booked. That's an actually an Amiga. Um, oh, okay. Show sweet. Uh, I, I was joking, you know, because I love joking with Germans because uh, they like sometimes you can catch them off guard and they don't get that you're joking. And I joked and said, "Yeah, I want to play a four-hour Berlin banger set." He's <laughs> like, "Oh, maybe two hours." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'd be happy with half an hour, man. So you've so. bagged yourself a two-hour set. 
Amiga, like I'm just going to bring every Amiga track I've got like, because I have I did a Amiga Acid set earlier this year and then the Airports and set. airplanes are going to hate you. You're going to be traveling with a, a SNES, a, a Mega Drive, a, an Amiga, probably more stuff. And they're going to be like, <laughs> God, this guy's just going to bomb us. Like, you know. What's he doing yet? Yeah. Uh, like, the problem is you can't bring a screwdriver. I'd happily bring a screwdriver and take it apart for them. But, right. you know, that counts as a weapon. So oh, man. what do you do? They just run them through the machine, you know, a yeah, few times. Yeah, yeah. And what were well, you going to say? Sorry. No, no, I was just saying, you know, that's uh, it's going to be a hell of a journey. Um, but yeah, of course. You, you, are you staying in the? Uh, well, this is a bit more of a off-topic question, I guess. You're staying in one of the um, the Kaosan places in Tokyo, right? I am. Yes. Excellent. Was it the the origami one? It is. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I'm there too with the with Zeiss, um, Tom, and then yep. Bart. So we're sharing a room, Brilliant. so that should be good. I'll be with them the week before in um, uh, the Netherlands. It's ah, going to be okay. quite bizarre. <laughs> There's this sort of cluster of us moving around the world together. Yeah, man. Now that, that that'll be really um, really fun getting the crew together there. So yeah. All right, all right, Cedric. It's been awesome having you on the show. Uh, probably going to have to wrap it up here. Um, but before we leave, any shout outs? Oh, well, there's always greets, you know, I'm from the demo scene, so I could reel off a few. But um, I guess the um, the Square Sounds crew, um, you know, internationally, uh, being yourself and, and the guys in Japan and Eugene and Christy and Alex and the guys here, like they're, uh, you know, always pushing and, you know, coming over for the Japanese festival too. We've got a great bunch of Aussies coming over. So really um, thumbs up to you guys for uh actually making the trip you know and um i guess to the uk crew i'm looking forward to seeing you all soon and um and uh the rest of the extended euro crew you know try to come down to a show if you can it'd be great to catch up and um sorry america not this time (laughs) uh but i'll and and south america i have some amazing people like contact me come to south america i will try to fit that all in um uh next time uh if there is a next time which i'm sure there will be in a a year or so Okay, Cedric, awesome. Thanks for uh, joining us today. And we've got an exclusive from you. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, this is a Super Nintendo track, a sort of two-step fun little groove. Um, It doesn't sound necessarily like a Super Nintendo inverted commas because we're using all original sounds, all coded from scratch. And um, yeah, this is a really fun track that I will hopefully be dropping at the shows. So you're the guys are the first people to have a listen to this. Uh, Thanks a lot. No worries, man. Take care and... um, Arigato Gazamas. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Arigato. Cheers. Sweet.
Well, there you have it. That was Citrix uh, with one of his exclusive SNES tracks. Woohoo! Um, nice. You can catch Citrix pretty much uh, anywhere. Yeah, wherever you are, um, he's coming for Over you. the next few months. As he said, he's touring the UK, Europe, he's in Japan. Unfortunately, he's not going to the States, but yeah. Uh, good luck, Citrix, with your half-world tour. Yeah. Now, coming up next, we're going to have something slightly different for you. We've got a live track, and this is audio from a video that Harley turned me on to. He went over to Milan, Italy, and did a show there recently. And he got talking to a guy who who films a lot of the shows out there, apparently, in really high quality, actually. And this guy has a website. It's called urss.com. And Harley was really excited to show me this track by a guy called A Rotten Bit, who I believe is an Italian chiptune artist. If you head on over to the website, urss.com, you can see a rotten bits set in full. We're going to play you a little excerpt from it now. It's pretty heavy. It's pretty cool. But definitely check out the video. It's, it looks really nice visually as well. But this is an excerpt from a rotten bits live show. So check it out.
All right, uh, we're almost at the end of the show here. We've got one more section, one more track. Uh, so just want to talk real quickly about a release that should have been out today, or at least while you're listening to this, it should be released. Uh, that's the Harley Likes Music album that he's been working so diligently on for the last <laughs> few months. Real stonker. It's uh, put a lot of work into it. We've got Doom, or do you call it Doom Metal, Thrash Metal? I don't know what you call it. Anyway, there's a there's a heavy metal remix of one of his tracks. There's yeah. a, um, a Melt Unit remix. There's just a lot of cool stuff going on here. Art by Laser Sausage. Uh, incredible. 3D, rent, uh, you know, kind of a 3D Harley head on the cover. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's really cool. And you were there for the mastering, I believe, right, Joe? Well, yeah, I've been there for the whole thing almost like Harley's drip fed me all these tracks he's been working on for the last few months and not yeah, force fed no well it, it has been force fed <laughs> as well um <laughs> no i've really enjoyed like watching the progression um harley's gone really heavy on this ep which i always like to see and yeah i went down to the studio when he was mastering it with one of our mates here in sheffield um he's got an mc on one of the tracks as well hasn't he which yes, yeah, he recorded yeah. fairly recently, like a Sheffield MC. Yeah, um, I'm yet to hear the full finished product, but I can't wait. Um, so yeah, just everyone should look out for that and go and check it out on Cheap Beats when it's out. Yeah, that's out on Cheap Beats, uh, and it is out now, hopefully. Go get it. Okay, so yeah, we are coming towards the end of the show. As usual, our website can be found at gamewave.yays.co. Yep, follow us on Twitter. I'm at CheapShot. The actual GameWave one is... Oh, well, I'm at Joe GameWave. There we go, Joe GameWave. Joe GameWave yep. and CheapShot. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Podcast. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, then probably the best way is to send us a message via Facebook. And Hi. as we said towards the start of the show... Please do leave us an iTunes review. It really helps out the show and we would really appreciate it and it fuels our egos. And the last track of today's show comes from an artist I kind of know through Facebook. His name is Solid State Disaster and I know he's been working on a release for quite a while now. He dropped it at the end of last month, at the end of June. It's a seven track EP. It's called My Skin So Thin, and we're about to play a track from it. This track is called To the End of the World. If you like it, then head on over to Solid State Disasters Bandcamp page. Um, you can download the, the whole EP for $7 or get a, a, a CD for $10 as well. It's good stuff. Okay, any anything you want to cram in before we leave these guys for another month? Feed our stars habit. <laughs> yeah, we need those stars, guys. Come on, golden stars. We we will live off them. Okay, guys. Matarai getsune. Bye bye. See ya.
This is Disaster Peace, and you're listening to Game Wave. Uh, this is Pete from Auto Monoguchi, and listen to the Game Wave podcast. This is 8-Bit Weapon. This is Comptroller. Hey, what's up? This is Sarah Pulse, and you're listening to the Game Wave podcast. 